It's you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. Welcome to the... I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to nope. do it? You do it. Nope. You know what? You nope. want to do it? You nope. do it. Nope. Nope. Welcome to the Scumbar Podcast, <laughs> where we talk movies, video games, pop cultures, books, peat moss, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me today, I wheeled him in on a cart, because he doesn't have legs. It is my co-host... Anthos. Hello, Anthos. Welcome uh. to the podcast. It's a, it's a new experience for you. How do you feel being on a microphone podcast weekly? Uh, it's um, it makes my ears sweat. <laughs> That's the I, biggest difference so yeah, far. Yeah, I understand the feeling. Hey, you know what you gotta do? You just gotta segment it off every now and then. You just move one ear and then you move Ooh, the other. Oh, it's kind ear. of like doing that. Um, you know how people they they roll up one leg pant, but yes. they don't roll up the other. It's kind of like exactly. That. But this actually, actually, I do rock this. When I'm gaming, I rock this every now and then. I'll switch up the ears like this. It works. This is really weird, actually. Is it? Oh. I uh, feel <laughs> weird, but whatever. We're going to go with it. For anybody at home who does not know what we're doing, we are <laughs> wearing headphones <laughs> as we talk to each other. And these headphones get really hot when you spend lots of time talking to each other, especially when you have monitors and lighting and this whole, like, AAA production setup that we got going on here. <laughs> it's, uh, it becomes quite intense. Yeah. Exactly. Anthos, not much happened in the last week, you know? Not much at Nothing. all happened. Nothing <laughs> happened at all. It's been crazy, the amount of news that has happened. Like, I, I don't even, I, you know, I, you know what, hold on. Before I get into that, why don't I tell you a joke? You want to hear a joke? I'm going to tell you a joke. Okay. Out of all jokes, I'm going to tell you a pirate joke. You want to hear it? Ooh. Ooh. For the first time ever, yes, please. Okay. What does a <laughs> Jewish pirate say? This, that's the question? Okay. Yes. What does a Jewish pirate say? Uh. Um. Arzoltov. <laughs> that's about as good as this. Ahoy vey! <laughs> oh, you know what? I wanted to say oy vey, but I'm like, I couldn't spit it. Ah, oh, darn it. Ahoy I was so close. Vey. Oh, it's so. As soon as I read that, I was like, that's the one. That's it the is. one. <laughs> that's not a bad one. Yep, that's Okay. Good. Anthos, what are we about to jump into? What's next? We're about to jump into ye old news. Ye old news. Good, because we got a lot so, of it. Yeah, I, I was thinking of just kind of breezing through it all because I I wrote some notes down, but... So, okay, in the middle of all my wedding planning, I'll kind of see, see something on my phone, like an article or whatever, or I'll see something, uh, some sort of ad online or whatever. <laughs> um... And then I jot it down so that we can discuss it on this podcast. But Smart. then I forget to look into it before we actually record the podcast. Oh, and so I know like nothing about the things that I want to talk about. But I bet if we mention it, somebody that's listening to us will know about it. And they can kind of just listen to themselves think about it. Yes, but probably. <laughs> All we got to do is say the headline. They can fill in the articles. <laughs> yeah, that's what podcasts are for, right? Podcasts aren't for actually listening to people. It's just for getting ideas and then that's stealing them and talking about them. That's why podcasts are three minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, I can I can kind of start us off. Go for it. Um, I'm gonna say like one of the bigger things for later because I have a feeling that we'll we'll end up talking a lot about that. Right. Um, but for let's see, for a couple of the not so seemingly well-known things is uh, PewDiePie got married. Oh yeah, thank you. That's so funny. I didn't write oh, a note for you're that. You're welcome. But, yeah, I forgot all about that. Of course, because it's the week of everything going on. But yeah, he did get yeah. married, and it was huge. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously, I like I mentioned earlier, I didn't really look into it. I saw maybe like a couple pictures, and when I googled it, it seemed like there were a lot of a lot of posts about it. But did you yeah. did you look into it at all? Um, well, I mean, I follow a lot of his stuff, and lately he's yeah. been playing Minecraft a lot, so I've been following that whole thing. But then in his Minecraft videos, he's been mentioning the wedding and stuff leading up to it and all that, and then everyone knew it was happening soon because then he's been mentioning the honeymoon and everything. And then boom, then the video popped up and I said, like, wow. But what's crazy is that in Minecraft, he's been playing the survival series for a long time. He beat the Ender yeah. Dragon, so he beat the game. Um, and oh. he hit Oh, 100... the game actually has like an end. Yeah, it has like an Minecraft end. Minecraft has yeah. an ending. It's oh. just, it takes a long time to get there. Or, well, okay. it's arguable, whatever. Um, yeah. He beat the game. He got 100 million subs. He finally got the 100 million that he was trying to get. Wow. And he got married all in the same week. It was nuts. It was just boom. Did he, like... he planned it. He planned it. <laughs> I don't know if you can plan that, but it worked. <laughs> it was cool. not. So it was a really big week for him, and that was really cool to see. So now he's on awesome. honeymoon, and all his videos are pre-recorded, and everyone's just hoping he enjoys it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for Definitely. him. Something uh, that you and I both have uh, to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was thinking about it uh, the other day while I was wedding planning with my fiance. So we are at... We're 22 days away from our wedding date. Jeez. So, we are. Although we're still not in the nervous stage, you know, because I'm, I'm we, still we still have a bunch of things. I'm still waiting for my invitation letter. You know, you, you haven't invited me yet, so I'm hoping it's soon, right? Right. Uh, maybe check your check your neighbor's house. Oh. <laughs> I'll go check right now. Hold on. Okay. Let me know. Hey, and see Stanley. if he has any more. F- Stanley, you have a letter from Anthos. Uh, okay. <sighs> he didn't yet, so I'm assuming it's just another couple more days here. Okay, well, snail mail, like snails take a long time to get over the uh, <laughs> over the the water over to the yeah, island. The BC so. ferries, they get onto the BC ferries, still cost them a lot of money too. It does, yeah. I mean, they take up space regardless, right? They've got this <laughs> section. It's kind of like um, that movie, not Super Size Me. What was the one with Matt Damon where they they oh, shrunk? Yeah, smaller size. Un- me. Smaller, yeah, that's the one. Tiny size <laughs> me. Um, yeah, so they get this little compartment where all the snails will just gather and they bring the mail and yeah, that's what happens. Anyways, I'm sorry, uh, I cut you off. Go ahead. You're planning. Uh, anyway, yeah, so 22 days for me. I don't know about you. You don't have a date set that I know of. Oh, I was supposed to send you notes. Right. I will send you notes. Okay. We do about... have a date, actually. We're up for April 14th. <gasps> oh, really? No. July 14th. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why I said April. <laughs> Maybe you wanted to say April Fools, but no. then you fooled yourself. April is her birthday, and mine's in August, so we want July because it's in between them both. And then fourteen is her soccer playing number, so that's like a big number for her. So we want cool. July fourteenth. So that's what Great. we're thinking about. That's hopefully our date. It depends on the venue, and we're seeing it this Sunday, so we'll find out. Oh, you picked a venue already. Great. Well, we're hoping. We're hoping. Nice. But we'll see. You two are on it. That's great. Trying to be. We'll see, though. <laughs> I'm sure we'll uh, still be scrambling by the end. I mean, you guys have... Did you say 28 days? Is that what it is? Uh, we're at 22 days left. 22 days left, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and and uh, I'm sure, like, you wish you were planned on more things. No matter what, I'm sure that just always happens. So. 
In a, in a way, yeah. I mean, like, we planned for a lot of things already, but now it's kind of feeling like we have too much stuff going on, and but we can't... I think at this point, we can't take things out, so we're we're just in this phase where we're just trying to squeeze everything and just fit everything as, as right. best as we can. Um, but I think it's... It'll be fine. We're going to get married, <laughs> then we'll be happy. It's all good. Yeah. You're going to do the deed. Yes. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, what else is on my news docket? Oh yeah, so the next Bond movie has a title, and oh. it's called No Time to Die. Apparently. Oh, I didn't know about that one. That's interesting. No time yeah. to die. That sounds like no a Bond movie. Die. It definitely sounds like a Bond movie. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what that means for the movie, but well, it's like a mix of I... Doctor No, Die Another Day, uh, a time. What's the time one? There's like Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. There is a time one, isn't there? Maybe not. Is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no time for cupcakes. Uh, no time for. No. No time to live. Oh, I was about to say no time to die, but no, that's the one you just said. Sorry, I'm doing a quick Google search. And All good. No, maybe there's not. Okay, so maybe time is the new word they added there. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Cool. They found a new word. Um, looking forward to it. See whatever no time to die really means in their eyes i still but, haven't seen yeah. any of the new bond films so i really gotta get on that i'm a big you fan never... of the old ones but i just haven't seen any daniel craig ones oh how come well i fell off at the pierce brosnan stage i honestly didn't like pierce brosnan uh oh, okay and so i stopped watching during whatever the one is where he's got the car and it's upside down and he hits the eject button which flips the car and he dodges a rocket whatever mm. that one is and it's got halle berry in it i think I, I think it's like the watching. world is not enough. Yeah. From then on, I was Maybe. like, that's not fun. Like, I don't know why, but to me, like, uh, sorry, uh, Sean Connery and Roger Moore were like Bond. Yeah. I couldn't get into Pierce Brosnan as Bond. So after that, I just kind of gave up. And then Daniel Craig to me seems so weird with him being blonde. And I don't really know. I don't know the books or anything like that. But to me, it just seemed weird enough. And I was like, I'm, I'm done with Bond. So I just stopped. So I still haven't seen any Daniel Craig ones. Well, the Daniel Craig ones I find are, well, they're completely opposite from from the Pierce Brosnan ones okay in uh like mainly that um so Pierce Brosnan always played the character that was much more like well seemingly more suave and smooth and like he's got that kind of um what do you call it uh that smolder like he smolders Mm -hmm. and then he right he just grabs your attention that way um and that's and that's I, I felt like in that movie he was more of a womanizer which, from what I understand, James Bond is supposed to be more of that kind of character, like womanizer, yeah. like uh, savvy spy player type kind of thing. Yeah. Um, whereas Daniel Craig, he's more of like the, his spin was much more of like the gritty, um, like hard, like hand-to-hand combat, like do your own stunts kind of guy. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if he did his own stunts, but like it's his kind of stuff was, uh, I don't know, I guess I found his, his stuff more dynamic and adventurous. Like, well, it sounds not like something I'd like a bit more. Yeah, so I well, give it a shot. You might like it. Um, mm-hmm. The Casino Royale. I remember there was one scene that everybody was talking about all the time after after the movie came out, um, and it's kind of like this. Uh, it's almost like an interrogation scene. I will leave it at that. Let me know when you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after the podcast, I'll uh, I'll watch that one scene. I'll let you know. Um, sure. Okay, I'll jump into something I got here. Uh, Matrix yeah. is going to have a fourth movie. So what? Yeah, so Whoa. Keanu Reeves, uh, Trinity Chick, and someone else is returning. Kate Moss? Yeah, Kate Kate Moss. Oh, Carrie Ann Moss. Sorry, not Carrie Kate Ann Moss. Moss. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss. 
Some Kate guy. Moss. Yeah, no, Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves and some other guy, I think. A guy. Oh, it's not Hugo Weaving. Or is it Hugo <laughs> Weaving? I'm not sure. But there's some returning cast members and they're going to continue on with The Matrix uh, for a fourth one, I guess. But it's not going to have the Wachowski... Uh, it's going to say brothers. brothers, but they're not really brothers anymore, are they? It's like Lana Wachowski or something now. Who knows? It's like Wachowski guy and Wachowski girl. <laughs> but... Uh, Wait, what? The Wachowski brothers, they were the Wachowski brothers, but then one of them got a sex change and became oh. Lana Wachowski or something. Oh, cool. So the Wachowski siblings, I guess. I guess, I don't know. The Wachowskis. Oh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Lana? Oh, they both did. Lana and Lily Wachowski. The sisters. Cool. Okay. All right. So it's the Wachowski sisters, I guess. Anyways, one of them is returning and the other one is not. Uh, oh. The person who is doing it is the one who worked on Sense Eight and uh, Cloud Atlas and like some of the other Wachowski brother films that have happened recently. Um, okay. Or when it says the creators of the Matrix, you know. Uh, yeah. So now they're doing the same thing, but they're going and they're working with some studio, I guess, and doing some other stuff. So, yeah, cool. it's it's gonna be hopefully in the vein of the old matrix movies i guess I, I don't know i can't really say i'm all that excited i like the first matrix movie i don't really like the second and the third so for me I, I hope it's like the first one but i think yeah, they're kind of working with john wick and trying to have that john wick style to it i guess so oh that'd be so interesting to mm-hmm. see i i'd be interested in that yeah um sorry side note um i actually wanted to to put a mount on my wall to put my guitar up as well what oh yeah <laughs> what mount are you using? like did you drill the mount in or yeah. is it yeah uh, it's right to a stud right there um it's just a basic mount it was like i don't know 14.99 or so like a walmart kind of mount actually that's okay. the lesser of the mounts i got another one you can't see off camera way down over there uh that one okay. that's a mount's got a swivel which is really nice actually Ooh. so it makes it way easier for just putting the guitar back on that one is mm. sturdy and straight and you kind of have to well i don't know it's hard to explain but when you when you got a mount that one was like five bucks more for the swivel one and it was just better so i liked it okay but yeah, swivel. I we've got them mind. both. Just just find a stud in your wall, drill them out into the stud, and done. I talk about cool. it like I did it, but actually my girlfriend did it. So wait. Oh really? My fiance. You're what? Ah, <laughs> that's better. Um, Refreshing. Let me throw another smaller kind of news item out here. Uh, there's sure. a video game called Her Story, which did really well like three years ago or four years ago. Oh, it's like an yeah. interrogation game, and there was a woman. Okay. You worked at a police detective kind of place or whatever uh, i don't know what i'm trying to say but you were using a police computer and you had to scroll through like archive footage of a woman being interrogated and you use yeah. that footage to then solve kind of a mystery and it was a really I really f- intriguing game it won a bunch of awards i think the woman herself won an award for her acting in it and wow. uh, it was really cool i did it with a bunch of friends we all played it. it had like an interactive night playing this game and it was like a really fun experience anyways the creator of that game has now just recently come up with this new game i think it's called telling lies uh let me just confirm that real quick but i believe it's called telling lies yes it is uh sam barlow is the guy's name so uh i haven't seen much of this game except for the trailer and it looks like it's kind of the same sort of thing where you're going through archived footage and trying to search for the mystery of what's going on in this thing so uh for anybody who's interested in that kind of a game like you don't have to like video games to play this this is definitely just like a puzzle sort of uh, interactive experience, interactive movie experience for a bunch of people to play together. So I highly recommend don't play this on your own. Play these games with friends and uh, try to solve it together as like a unit oh. and stuff. 
And, uh, oh, that's so cool. I want to try this. Yeah, it's really fun. So, for example, when I played this, my fiance and I and a few friends, we got together and she was the one who had the keyboard and the mouse. And she doesn't really, you know, play games all that much. She does every now and then, yeah. but not too much. And so she controlled the keyboard and the mouse while the three of us just kind of went like, oh, wait, stop. Stop the footage. You know, like highlight that word. OK, OK. What, what is this? What does this mean? What does this mean? And we had like a whiteboard and we we're trying to figure it all out. It was really, really cool. So I, I strongly recommend go all out, you know, have a lot of fun with it. And um, this that's new awesome. one, Telling Lies, looks like the same kind of thing. So I thought I would just give it a shout out. Sweet. Oh, that's so cool. That kind of reminds me of, um, uh, like, in the past couple of years, a lot of those escape rooms have kind of boomed. Oh, um, yes. Especially in Vancouver. And so it's kind of like that. We, now we don't have to go to an actual <clears throat> escape room. You can just play this game, I guess, in some way. Yeah, it's like, these like, are just, like, yeah. short little experiences. You know, I think we played uh, Her Story in about three hours or so. And it, so it's kind of like getting together and watching a movie, but you all get to have fun doing this like experience story together so um that is cool yeah so, i want to play it there you go uh do you got any more news yeah before the uh, big ticket items? through a couple more so um the uh so uber is going to be starting in metro oh, vancouver yeah. i saw that fairly uber soon and lyft right oh lyft too i had no idea i just i, think I it's heard uber about uber and lyft it's car I guess that makes sense. i'm sure both up, of them so. Yep. Yeah, like bo- both Uber and Lyft and whoever else, I'm sure would have been like applying at the same time to get yeah. Vancouver. So Which, if one was allowed, I don't see why the other one wouldn't have been. For anybody who uses the BC ferries often, this is going to be amazing. So when uh, Car2Go was a service, everyone was using it to get from the BC ferries to downtown Vancouver because it's not that expensive. But if you yeah. take a cab, it's like 60 bucks. So yeah. uh, I think Car2Go, I think it came to like $15. You know, we could fit like four people in the car. So it was yeah. not bad at all. Uh, compared to the, you know, fifty, sixty dollars for a cab. Uh, and now mm-hmm. with car sharing, I'm sure we're only looking at like twenty-five dollars, maybe thirty dollars, maybe for a car share. And to get from the the uh, the ferry to downtown Van, that's amazing. So that alone is mm-hmm. already going to be worth it. But all around Vancouver, of course, it's going to be used like crazy. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, looking forward to see how that changes up. Um, just the Vancouver, the Vancouver nightlife, and the the scene in Vancouver. <laughs> Yeah, for, it'll well, hit you more than most people, I think, just because it should change your everyday life a little bit, being around the area where people are going to be using this service quite a bit. So, I think so, but at the same time, my area, we have a lot of bikers, and there's bike lanes, so it's hard to say. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll still see like a big difference, but yeah, we will... We will find out when the time comes. I think it's happening... It's supposed to be September, is it? I don't know. I'm not too sure huh. exactly when. Okay, well, coming up soon. Um, and other news, um, the Switch trailer for the game Eastward came out. Um, I don't know if you have... Here, I'll link you. I haven't heard anything about it. Let's see. So, um, yeah, I, I checked it out. I hadn't really heard anything about it either. And then when I watched the video, like the announcement video, um, mainly the trailer, um, I was intrigued so much just because it's got that like old, uh, like that 8-bit kind of feel. Um but I think it's mostly the audio that got me. Like the music was so catchy, and oh, it really very, reminded um, me of like like Mega Man music. It's that bit, um, that bit music. Oh, hey, it's Chucklefish. Yeah. It's produced by Chucklefish. They work with like only indie pixel games. So they did uh, Stardew Valley and Starbound. Oh, oh, so sweet. Bo- okay, both like pixel heavy games. Yeah, cool. Um, oh, chip tune yeah, music. So That's what that is. It's chip tune. Chip tune. Chip tune. It's like a genre. Yeah. I'm going to look that up uh, on Spotify for when I'm like doing that. my workouts. Yeah, Chip I think you're going to like that. Cool. 
Um, anyway, Chip tune also so yeah, known as traditional music or 8-bit music is synthesized electronic music, which is made for programmable sound generator sound chips used in vintage computers, consoles, and arcade machines. I think you're going to like Sweet. it. Sweet. I'm going to love that. That's great. You can also um, make your own chip mu music. I want to. I just don't have time to do anything <laughs> right now. I would love I to do that. I literally just made a song for you just now. I uh, In two seconds, I clicked a bunch of things on a screen, and this is the song I made. <laughs> that's my song i made you i hope you like it it uh it kind of reminds me of a, a boy and his blob and i feel like the bob is like throwing up <laughs> yeah kind of I, I love that style though there's something so nice about uh pixel art and uh that chip sounds and chip like, tune i'm yeah. sure you can remember like the sounds to the pokemon on the original game boy Oh, for sure. Where, like they had like a like they would just sound so <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, but I loved it. Everyone had their own unique sound. It was great. Yeah, like, remember um... that? That was the gasly. <laughs> 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 uh, yep. Oh, nostalgia. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, onto the bigger things. Uh, I guess there's mine is kind of like a two in one because it has to do with um. Uh, Marvel and Sony and what's going on with Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Kevin Feige's involvement um, but mainly because of Disney's decision from what I remember but also recently D23 happened and so there were a whole bunch of announcements and trailers and yes. all oh, these Star things Wars. happening I knew I was missing something that's what it was it was Star Wars <laughs> anyways I'm sorry go ahead um, no that's it you go <laughs> uh, okay so yeah the Spider-Man agreement it I gotta say, yeah, you're right. It does sound like so uh, Marvel and Disney were trying to work out a further agreement to a 50-50 split on all movies with Spider-Man in it. Uh, yeah. It sounds like Disney... No, it sounds like Sony said no to a 50-50 split and they probably wanted more than 50-50 on their own oh, yeah. IP. And uh, I have to say, good for them. Like, I, I honestly, like... No one has been able to stand up to Disney. Not one person has been able to say no. Now Sony's yeah. in a position where they were able to be like, no, like we like he's our person. We want 80. You guys get 20, you know, and like Marvel, <laughs> like Disney's just sitting there like, uh, 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 the. <laughs> like they don't know what to do because <laughs> they just threw their whole franchise into the hands of Spider-Man. And yeah. then suddenly now <laughs> Sony's like, well, I don't know why you did that, but okay, sure. But we want more money. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I, you know, we predict a lot on this show and everything we say, the, uh, the, the, the gods of movies end up making true. And last two, two weeks ago, I said, I don't really care about the Marvel franchise anymore, but now all I care about is Spider-Man. If they throw more movies of Spider-Man in it. I will watch those. That's what I said. And that's almost exactly what happened. The movie gods were like, okay, fine. Boom. There you go. <laughs> we're going to take all of Marvel out of it and just keep making Spider-Man stuff. Um, yeah. Do I think that means it's going to be good, though? I don't I have no idea. Like, the Spider-Man series could just totally suck now. Who knows? But Yeah. So, I, I guess, like, <clears throat> I'm trying to put myself in Tom Holland's shoes that... Um, oh yeah I, I don't really i don't know what his contract is but i assume that you know he's he's still he's still stuck with whatever contract he's got with sony he is, yeah. so whatever sony puts together he's gonna do that but i guess like what i what i think that i would be um more i don't know upset or like sad about in a way uh isn't the fact that um like i'm not partnered with marvel 
in terms of just having like the brand or name like um, backed up with that. But when I when I was watching all of like the behind the scenes footage of um, Infinity War and Endgame and like seeing everybody get to be together, acting together in all these different scenes, I feel like that would be like not getting to do that anymore. I feel like it's so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. At least that would that would be me like as the actor because uh, for sure that's I, that would be so fun to get to work with everybody and knowing that they have all these other movies coming out in their timeline um, with all these other like A-list, B-list or all list actors, like they've gathered so many people and there's more opportunity to, um, to work with them. I would be, I would be pretty devastated that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have this chance to work with them in these circumstances anymore, but, but that's just me. So no, I I definitely, I agree with you for, for him. It probably sucks the most out of most people, right? I mean, cause you're right. He had a relationship with all these people from Marvel and uh, he had what looked like a mentor relationship to a lot of these people. Him and Benedict Cumberbatch had like a big sort of like mentorship, it seemed. Uh, him and uh, oh, really? Tony, uh, Robert Downey Jr. had what seemed like a mentorship. And Robert um, Stark. And I think Chris Pine and him were pretty close as well. So oh, sweet. for him to just be suddenly now like, nope, you're not a part of them. He must feel like that as well in real life, even though that's not true yeah. at all. But I'm sure a exactly. small part of him feels like that. Uh now that being said, he did mention already that yes, they are going ahead with a Spider-Man three with Sony, yeah, and uh, it's already proving to be vastly different than what they were expecting it to be. So uh, I guess you know Sony's probably moving in some sort of direction they want to move in, which I would guess is what they wanted to do with Andrew Garfield. So they're probably going to go Venom and Sinister Six as quick as possible and try to make their own uh, Sinister Six and Venom like storyline to like meld into. So mm. we could be seeing a Sinister Six movie in the future. We could be seeing a Venom sequel and then a Spider-Man 3 that ties into those two. I could see something like that happening. Mm, okay. Um, I wonder what would happen to the characters... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> um, the characters from uh, Homecoming and Far From Home, then. Like, which ones of those would then be a part of the ongoing Spider-Man movies? I think like, the only ones affected are uh, anybody, like, any of the big... The big ones that were already Marvel characters, like Nick Fury, you know, Maria Hill, uh, Captain America, and Tony Stark. I think those are the only ones that are actually affected. Everyone else is Spider-Man property. So, you know, Aunt May should stay the same. Uh, Mary Jane would stay the same. Ned would stay the same. Everyone else would be fine. They just won't be allowed to mention those Marvel characters anymore. Um, okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking more about the like the, the all the villains because they've gathered what like two or three in the prison, and then there's other. Well, those are well, all Sinister Six Spider-Man villains, aren't they? There's nobody I can yeah. think of that are not. So, yeah, they um, should. Which is still, why I was just curious. Like, yeah, I, the other thing too is though that they can still lease out things. You know, so there was a time when Amazing Spider-Man Two was coming out, and Avengers yeah. One or Two was out at that time, I believe, and they were going to show the Oscorp Tower in I think Avengers or possibly Avengers Two. I'm not sure. So they were going yeah. to blend it in, and the way they were going to do that was leasing out that property for the uh, studio to use. So mm-hmm. there's still a chance, easily, that. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, Bucky or something could show up in Spider-Man. It just means that there's no 50-50 split in money at all. So they could right. lease the character over for a little bit for a crossover if they want to, and then just let some of the royalties of that scene or however they dish it out to go to that company for it. Uh, so that could happen. It's just, we're not going to get like Marvel writing styles now happening in yeah. Spider-Man. And we're not going to have full crossovers into the Marvel movies with Spider-Man in it either. Or at mm-hmm. least that's what it seems like for now. I mean, Disney's a powerhouse. They could do a lot of things. They could start pulling some some assassination attempts and stuff and get people to, <laughs> to fall in line a little better. Who knows? Disney freaks me out, man. 
<laughs> they got Mickey That's Mouse money with a sniper somewhere. <laughs> money, money gives you assassination opportunities. <laughs> um, did you see the uh, the trailer for The Mandalorian? Uh, yes, I did see the trailer for The Mandalorian. I'm like the worst person to ask because I don't really care about the bounty hunters. Uh, okay. I've never been a Bubba, Bubba Fett. Is that his name? Bubba Fett. Bubba Fett. Django uh, Fett. Boba. Uh, Boba, Boba Fett. Boba. I've like never Bubble really liked them that much because they don't talk. And I know that's like half the reason why people like them. But I've just never really liked them. So for me, it wasn't a big deal. But the trailer looked interesting. I'll watch the first episode and see how it is. But from right now, I have no idea how to feel about it. But okay. what did you think of it? Um, it's funny because like I was actually thinking about um, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And because from what I remember, like he's from he's originally from Mandalore, isn't he? Uh, he I, I don't know. I don't know his or- origin. Let me let me double check. But I, I do know um, that in the Clone Wars TV show, he falls in love with a Mandalorian. Like she, I can't remember her name, but she is a Mandalorian character. Uh, wait, where? Let's see. Where was Obi Wan Kenobi born? Mandalore. That's what I'm looking up. Uh, uh Obi Wan Kenobi. Taken from his homeworld. Wait, I wonder so where's if he means from? old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> that is a name I haven't heard in a long time. Homeworld. Oh, sorry. It's Homeworld Stujon. Okay, I don't know why it was. Um, I don't know why he I was thinking he was Mandalorian. Me. But I guess, yeah, it probably just was because uh, in Clone Wars, I remember him, yeah, like falling in love with somebody, yeah. with a girl from Mandalorian. Yeah, so. she's from Mandalorian. She's a Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. So then when I was watching the trailer for The Mandalorian, like I totally forgot it was about Boba Fett. And so I was thinking, whoa, this is the Obi Wan Kenobi show that's going to happen. It starts off with all these stormtroopers' uh, helmets on pikes. Like that's cool. What a weird direction. That but would be I'm, great. I'm int- That'd be so awesome if they actually made it that dark. Oh, uh, going Which, back to Obi Wan. Speaking Obi-Wan's of, is a good segue into Star Wars uh, and into the next one. So Rise of Skywalker. Uh, rise, rise, my apprentice, rise. <laughs> Um, I weirdly enough was more intrigued. (laughs) I was more intrigued by the teaser to episode nine than I think I was with the trailer to episode nine. My biggest Mm. thing I liked about that trailer was the music, and I think it's because the music to Star Wars gets me so quickly. It's so good. And the the if the new trilogy has done anything right, it's done their remixes of the original score, where they do these like swells with the. Na, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so good. Like, yeah, man, I can is. just sit in a dark room and listen to that for hours. <laughs> like, yeah. it's amazing. But uh, yeah. the actual trailer itself, the content of the trailer, there wasn't too much that got me. Uh, what did you think about the twist of her? Uh, what, I can't remember her name. Sky face. Ray. Uh, Ray. <laughs> thank you. What did you yeah. think about Ray being possibly evil? <clears throat> uh,. I feel like it's just kind of a it's a cliche to see that kind of scene in a trailer because like it really doesn't tell us anything except yeah. for the fact that she has a red lightsaber and yeah. we don't know why. Yeah. So yeah, like when I when I see stuff like that, um I don't I don't kind of gawk over like oh, she could be evil. I just go I just think, okay, well I guess I got to wait and see what happens with that scene specifically <laughs> to find out why they showed that scene. Yep. So that that's really all it is for me. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just become more cynical with trailers because trailers I find are. Just, you should though. You should be like, cynical. Uh, with trailers. They're so. They're becoming like almost like a, I hate to say like a waste of time, but it's just they show <laughs> so much of the movie now. So yeah. like, what's the point in even having, in having them? You're. Yep. Like we, there's so much that is spoiled. Yeah. And now when we go to the movie, we see that all over again, and it's, I don't know. It's just 
it's too much. Um, but that reminds me, there was a, um, actually for Far From Home, didn't they do a trailer where the scene in like, um, like in the trailer where he's, he's like helping the cops yeah. stop some robbers he's or something. He's like, hey guys, like, I'm going to be gone for a little right? bit. I'm going on a vacation. Yeah, that never happens. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it was I a deleted like... scene. They they didn't have enough time to be able to throw all of it in. So it ended up being a deleted okay. scene. There's actually quite a See, few deleted scenes from New York. Oh, yeah, well, movie. I think they're re-releasing it soon, or they've already re-released it with the extra footage. Yeah, what? Yeah, I think this past week, this past weekend, or this coming weekend, is uh, they're going to be re-releasing Far From Home with the extra footage. Jeez, that's become yeah. a thing now, eh? Well, so far with Marvel, yes. And I don't see that stopping, just because why not, I guess? If they, if they, have, the, if they have the means to do it, I guess they can. They've, they're... They're kind of the ones who started the whole uh, like post credit scene, like stay till the end of the credits to watch more. Right. So now it's come back to the theater to watch more, right? Yeah. It's a very it's a very Marvel approach, but uh, yeah, if if movies did more trailers like that, where they they put together some sort of uh, scene that's not meant to be in the movie, but just yeah. to kind of draw draw our attention, then I would like that. Like that's kind of cool. Well, a lot of comedy movies in their trailers they'll put the. Uh not the outtakes, but like second attempts or third attempts at improvised scenes into the trailer. So I was oh, watching okay. a, a analytical YouTube video on the super bad trailer and it was saying yeah. how super bad threw all like these other, it was the same scenes, but other jokes into their trailer. So that way, when you saw the jokes, it was actually a different style. It was a different joke. So mm. it still was funny because it's not the same context. It'd be like Emma Stone yeah. riffing with Jonah Hill on something totally different. And then you watch right. the scene in the movie, and you're like, "Oh, here they are doing the normal scene, right?" Like it was interesting. So, yeah. Um, for me, just take back to Star Wars real quick. Uh, yeah. In Star Wars, I was gonna say something. No, the Leia, the Leia scene where she's like recreated for the scene looks really good. Yeah. It did. It's uh, yeah. I guess I they said something about how it's all footage from Force Awakens. Yeah, I was gonna say like I figured it must be stock footage. If it looks that good. I think I think it's actual footage but. from the Force. Somebody did like a side by side of like the Force Awakens, a screenshot of it, and like that scene, and it was like the same shot. But I was like, whoa! Oh, they see. somehow made it look like it's a totally different scene. Like it looks like it was filmed with her there. It's insane. Like that is ah. way better technology than trying to recreate Leia with stupid CGI stuff. It was really yeah. well done. I liked it a lot. So, yeah, kind of like what they did with uh, with Tarkin, it. right? Like Tarkin, oh. he like he looked he looked okay. But just, yeah. Just no. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It's right, it was a shot and a miss. <laughs> yeah. And um, what else? Uh, so Obi Wan Kenobi is back. Yes. Or Ewan, Ewan McGregor, McGregor is back. Man, you throw Ewan McGregor in anything, and I'm gonna go see it. So I am so excited. Like, like yeah. I could care less about the Rogue One. No, the Han Solo twist. Uh, mm-hmm. You saw Han Solo? Yeah, Solo. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. So the the solo twist at the end where Darth Maul is like alive, uh, yeah. I really didn't care about that at all. You know, I was just like, this is dumb. But you can make me care if you make a Obi Wan Kenobi movie with Ewan McGregor in it where he gets to face him again. Because then I'll mm-hmm. care. You know. So yeah. if they're going that direction and that's actually what the Obi Wan Kenobi movie is going to be about, and if he gets a love interest, then you got me. I'm I'm very excited. That'd be great. Oh, that would be cool. I forgot. Did I did I ever talk to you about um or did you watch the was it Clone Wars? Clone Wars. I think it was Clone Wars. and his girlfriend or the girl that he loved. Movie storyline. But, but he they also had. Uh, oh no 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 sorry it was um 
It was Rebels. Uh, I didn't watch uh, Rebels. Sorry, the, re- okay, so Rebels is the one that came. It takes place after Clone Wars. But that's and the thing. So, didn't Rebels handle the Darth Maul storyline? Yeah, exactly. I was mm-hmm. going to bring that up. Oh, okay, sorry. so based on that, like, I'm really, I'm curious to, to know if they are going to go specifically that direction because that. Um, uh, are you are you are you planning on watching Rebels? No. Okay. I like Star but Wars, I think but I'm, I'm not like that into Star yeah. Wars. I think I've talked about this already in the podcast, but um, basically, at one point, um, Obi Wan Kenobi finally encounters Darth Maul again, and and um, their standoff is like, uh, I feel like their standoff is maybe for like, like a full minute or like two minutes of just them like sizing each other up. And then I think the battle itself lasts maybe like two seconds. Really? <laughs> because, yeah. So um, basically what happens is, uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen this yet and who are watching it. Um, basically they meet up and then it's like nighttime. They're in like the dunes of Dagobah. I don't know where they are. Uh, and then Dagobah. Uh, so Obi-Wan is clearly like much older. You can see that he's... Uh, He's starting to like gray. I think they maybe they maybe even put some like uh, wrinkles and stuff on him. But in this in this time, Darth Maul has gone through the whole like um, trying to recover from uh, Obi Wan slicing his body in half mm. and like getting these uh, like prosthetic. Well, actually, no, he had like these like spider legs. Yeah, I saw that um, when I was watching Clone Wars. That's in Clone Wars where he has spider legs. Yeah, and then eventually, I think he um, he got two actual legs, which maybe he got from some other. I can't remember how he got it, but. Um, but yeah, he's been just going through like all these ups and downs of trying to like, uh, strengthen and like find an apprentice and kind of like carry on the whole, um, like Sith, um, Sith way, except he wants to do it like his way. But in the meantime, he's really not, he, he's just aging. He's not really honing his skills or anything. And he's just like developing more and more and more rage just as time goes on. Mm. And in the meantime, we don't really, we haven't really seen Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I guess we can just imagine that he's still been able to... Um, uh, keep that calm characteristic of a Jedi, um, and I guess it's it's supposed to be that transition from uh, when we saw him last. So in uh, Return of the Jedi, no, wait, what was the third one? Re- what was Revenge episode three? Sith? Re- yeah, yeah, Revenge of the Sith. And then the next time we see him is in A New Hope, and he's much, he's so much more aged, but he's still. He's still kind of like that calm. He's got that calm personality to him, anyway. Yeah. So they meet up and. Yeah, they stare at each other for like a minute, and then um, as as they go in to strike each other, um, well, they they pass by each other, and you don't really. I think it's one of those like it's like samurai things, like you the Dragon Ball Z moments. Yeah, you you fly past your opponent, yeah. and then you pause for a few seconds, and then one of them afterwards, splits in half and falls. Then yeah, exactly, yeah. and so that's how that's how Darth Maul died, like, and that's how you finally finished him. Wait, so he killed and, him the same way twice? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember if he killed him, like sliced him in half. It, it might have been like a similar cut, but he, it was like a one one slice kill. Wow. But what um, I guess I actually really liked the fact that it ended so quickly just because like it like we've seen them fight already before. So we didn't really need to see a whole fight all over again. Right. And uh, and I guess like it just really showed how how far each of them had gone since their last meeting and it just made sense that that obi-wan was able to take him down just so easily and i i, I liked it i like that it didn't it wasn't like an anti-clum I, I wasn't 
I'm glad it wasn't like a long drawn out fight just to see like, oh, who's who's stronger now. But it's really just like, okay, it's obvious. He's stronger. This is how it should be. And this is what happens. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was a huge tangent. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I have one last thing of news. Do you have anything else for news? Um, my news is your news. Go. <laughs> my last thing is the trailer for Joker. Did you watch the Ooh. final Joker trailer? I did. Ooh. I did. Ooh. I did. So my fiance and I are like so excited to see this, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. and, and I don't know if the podcast shows this from like way back when, when they first talked about this Joker movie. But yeah. like I've like gone a full 180 on this movie. I went from not wanting it to be made to being so shocked that yeah. it's being made to then yeah. being kind of excited to now just like fully on board. Like I, I, oh, I want them to continue in this direction like crazy and just go gung ho with this style. It's so nice. Yeah. What do you think? I like, um, I, w- I was thinking back, like one of the more memorable scenes from that trailer is when he starts, like he's in the middle of painting his face yeah. and then he opens his mouth and he starts painting his tongue. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I don't know why. It just really got me. The one that got me, and this is, this is cool. You can dissect these moments and they're small acting moments, but it speaks yeah. volumes to the character. What really got yeah. me is that one where he's practicing his laugh and he's like oh. walking around that one like wall and he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then yeah. he goes right back to like a straight face, and it's just like, oh my god, <laughs> like it's so insane. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. she, though that that psychiatrist is talking to him, and then he's just like, you're not even listening, are you? You know, it's just like, and suddenly you realize, you're like, oh, everything's a facade. It's so good, like, yeah, I just I love it. There's, it's Martin Scorsese, I, I believe, is directing this, right? Uh, maybe. Sure. Let me let me let me check that out because it was a long time ago when it was announced he was going to be directing, but now I don't know. Okay. And in the meantime, the the psychiatrist is that supposed to be Harley, like Harley Quinn? Because I think in in oh. one of his origins or one of their origins, I didn't even her that. origins, I guess. Like she is her, she is his therapist. Um, I think in prison though, and then yeah. that's how he meets her, and he kind of like converts her. Like she she starts to really like his, um, I guess his free will basically, and it's just uh, his just like whatever attitude. Like she just it was she was really drawn by it, and then. She kind of succumbed to his ways and became Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah, I totally forgot about that whole origin story. But yeah, you might be right. I haven't looked into it, but that might be. Um, I actually, I totally spoke out of turn here. And what's funny is that I went this whole time thinking this was a Scorsese film, but it's not at all. It's by Todd Phillips, somebody else. Uh, there was that article okay. way back when talking about a Martin Scorsese Joker movie. And apparently it still may be in the works at some point, but it's oh. a totally different Joker origin movie. So I have no idea if that's actually happening. Um, mm, okay. Anyway, so I was watching this trailer and everything, thinking it was a Scorsese film, and I was like, "Well, that's why it's so artistic and so unique, you know." But it's not at all. Yeah. This is a different guy. <laughs> yeah. This- the the other scene that I really liked in um, uh, there's like a slow mo pan of um, Joaquin Phoenix. He's he's watching this cab go by, and in the back of the cab, there's somebody wearing a Joker mask, and all he does is just like he smiles and watches that cab go yeah. by. Yeah, and it's I, the subtleties. It's so good. I love that moment. That was yeah. great. It's, oh, it's nuts. Man. This is really getting me. This movie's really getting me. Like, what I'm thinking is, honestly, they're just throwing everything out the window, and they're just saying, hey, give it to a director who knows what they want to do, give, and, and don't don't chain them down with anything. Just let them do whatever they want to do. So they're doing this. And what the funny thing about this is, this guy's, I thought it was Scorsese, but I guess it's not. This guy's going to direct this movie, and, and the writers will write it and everything. Movie's gonna come out. It's gonna do amazing. I think it's gonna be nominated for Academy Award. I honestly think it will. And wow. then, cool. 
It's going to do so well. Now every other DC movie now is going to have to somehow blend its style into this style. And this is DC finding its voice. They're going, okay, you know what? You were right. It is the Dark Knight. We, we have to go back to Dark Knight. That's what we got to do. So they're going to yeah. redo everything and go right back to Dark Knight. And uh, I just, I think that's where DC is about to go. And I'm on board a thousand percent because this looks great. So yeah. And there's nothing better than having a good rival to Marvel. That will make Marvel better. So do you think, um, like, I haven't really looked into this, but I don't know if you know already, but do you think Batman will be in this movie at all? Well, do you know about the one character, Thomas Wayne? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I don't think Batman himself will be in this movie. I think maybe Bruce Wayne will be in this movie for, like, a little bit as a kid. Okay. Um, but Batman, I think, will be another movie with a totally different Batman. Oh, wait, they already talked about that, didn't they? With the... Uh, Oh, that makes so much more sense now. The Twilight actor, whatever his name is. can't remember. Robert Pattinson? That's the guy. He's going to be playing Batman. And that makes sense now because he's a bit on the younger side anyways. And yeah. so now they can have Joaquin Phoenix. They don't have to age him up that much. They can age him up a little bit. And then they have Robert Pattinson come in to play Batman at a bit of a younger age. And then you, got the, you, can, then you can totally do that cross thing still. Okay, that's mm-hmm. interesting. So that's where I see the direction going. I think he'll see little Batman, little yeah. Bruce Wayne for a little bit. And that's it. And then in a Batman origin film, we bring back Joaquin Phoenix for like a little uh, teaser. But he won't be the main mm. villain of it. I think that's where they'll go. Oh, interesting. And they're going to get everyone like, on board. This is going to be so good. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm just, I'm really, uh, I'm just interested to see, yeah, what happens with the movies going forward after. Because something like with Batman, um, I guess... I guess like I'm not sure how it's gonna really work if they were to do another Batman origin story. Like I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are tired of the origin stories and like we know we know about Batman. We know like how he came to be. I think we've seen it in like every single Batman movie that's come out so far. Um, but like they have always we, have some sort of like yeah, we saw like sure you're right with his parents dying at the theater. You know we've seen that scene quite a few times. You're right about that. Yeah. But, I think Batman Begins is the only Batman movie I can really think of where we actually see him like going from Bruce Wayne to training as the Batman, you know? Right. I guess the only one where we saw him like using his gadgets for the first time and really figuring out himself as Batman. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would be totally fine with seeing a Robert Pattinson film where he's figuring out the Batman gadgets for the first time, you know, like a la Spider-Man, you know, like still yeah, doing it again. I was just going to say he's going to be the next Tom Holland. Pretty much. <laughs> and uh, I'm totally fine with that. Throw him in a really dark and gritty universe and have him learning the new styles of becoming Batman. I, I would be very excited for that. And that's, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, that's the Batman we haven't seen since like 2006 with Dark Knight or Batman Begins. Mm. Yeah, I guess. So the reason why I bring up Batman is because um, like with the whole not anti-hero, but uh, like a movie about a villain. Um, like you, you go with a completely different direction because then what? Uh, what is the, what is the resolution supposed to be? Like the end of the movie. Normally, normally with uh, at least anything comic book related or superhero related, other than Infinity War as of recently, most of those movies will end in some sort of, like not necessarily a cliffhanger, but it'll end on a good note. Like they resolved whatever problem that came up in that. Um, in that movie but like it works differently because you get a chance to grow with that character and I guess because they are a good person like good guy good girl whatever like superhero um, it's it's a little bit maybe it's easier for you to get on board with um, relating to them and hoping that they are able to overcome whatever it is that they need to and resolving it 
Whereas here, now we watch Joker. Like, we, we know that he's he is the bad guy. And we can see that from the trailer. Even if I think you... Even if you didn't really know his origin story, I think you can kind of tell he's like... He, he looks like this kind of crazy psychopath kind of guy. Um, so then how do you... How do you direct that movie so that you can get the same people who get on board with superheroes to get on board with the Joker and then at the end of the movie get that resolution that that we might normally seek and normally get? So that's one of the things I'm really curious about now for, for this movie. Well, while I think in superhero movies, you're right, we've always had a protagonist who has to go through the story arc and then become the good guy by the end of the movie, doing something yeah. right for the his character arc. Um in movies, we don't typically have that. Or, sorry, we don't always have that. We do have a lot of anti-hero movies out there. Uh, there Will Be Blood, um, uh, or uh, Breaking Bad, it's like a television series. There's lots of, like, stories we go through. That are not superhero stories, but just stories where we're rooting for the bad guy. Scarface. I'm watching yeah. Scarface right now. Uh, hmm. uh, you know, it's these movies where we're watching, like, the anti-hero. Um, but the reason why it still works as a movie entirely, and Scarface being a huge movie that people love... Um, it's because it's it's the story arc the character's going through. They start with nothing and by the end of it have something. And it might be mm-hmm. going out in a blaze of glory, but it's still going from nothing to something and we go on that journey with the character. In Joker, yeah. it really seems like he's a character who does not have a voice and is not understood to, by the end of the movie, having obviously a very clear voice and being very understood. And I think that's where they're just going to go in the storyline. By the end of it, he's just going to, in my opinion, he'll probably just have the Joker get up uh, and a huge following of people and realize that he now has the control he wants and uh, the voice he wants to have. And we as the audience will be excited for him because we watched him go from nothing to something. I think that's really all the story will be. But since it seems so compelling because his character seems so interesting, I think we'll just have a lot of fun during the whole thing. Okay. It's funny that you mentioned that. Um, have you heard of the show Jack Ryan? The uh, Amazon Prime video oh, uh, show. I know about it because it's like a Tom Clancy storyline thing, but no, yeah. I haven't seen it though. Okay, so it's with uh, John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. John Krasinski, who Krasinski. plays uh, Jim on The Office. Yeah. Um, but it's also with uh, oh, I forgot his name, but he's in um, he's in Suits. He plays Meghan Markle's dad. I don't know. I don't Meg- know Suits. Meghan Markle's dad. Um, Hearts, anyway, spades, diamonds, clubs. His name? What? What? I was just naming what? Suits. Oh. Ah, hey! <laughs> Suits. Um, Suits. So anyway, <laughs> so um, that's one thing that I actually really liked about Jack Ryan. So only season one, uh, only the first season has come out, but um, I was actually hesitant to watch it because I I thought it just might be one of those kind of form typical formulaic um, like cops versus terrorism shows that you see on like cable TV, like NCIS and like Hawaii Five O or whatever those shows are, like the kind right. of shows that my mom watches. So <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like that, and I didn't really want to get into it. But I thought, you know what? Like, oh, because my fiance and I we're we're trying to rewatch The Office again. Oh yeah. And so in the middle of it, um, like, I since I had to wait for her to watch it, I wanted to kind of get like my my office my office fix. So I did that by watching Jack Ryan, since like, <laughs> Jim is in it. Yeah. Um, but then I I was hooked like right away, and what I ended up liking was that there was uh, a, like a clear juxtaposition of seeing um, the bad guy grow up and like just as you said start with nothing yeah. and then end up with like having having things that were important to him and trying to fight for that um, and so what I really liked about the show which I feel like I don't get from those other cable shows is that we get to see more of what is important to 
um, the bad guy. Like, what happened to him? Why is he like this? Um, yeah, just getting getting more of that background made me feel really like, oh, I get it. Like, I understand why he's he wants to do this, and I actually can feel for him a little bit. Right. Um, when yeah. when bad things happen to him, like exactly. I the actually get like, oh, you what's gonna happen? With. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I recommend that if you haven't seen Jack Ryan, try it out. Uh, although. You have to have Amazon Prime to watch that, so otherwise you can try to find a legal way to stream it, I guess. But yeah, recommend watching that show, Jack Ryan. Good recommendation. And Thanks. with that, Anthos, you just said the magical word, which I think I heard it. What was it? It was the wheel of scum. Scum, scum, scum. <laughs> if you didn't scum. already guess, I'm skipping my topic entirely because we just had too much news. And I just, I wanted to talk way too much about the news. So, you know what? That was my topic anyway. So, my topic is going to be X-Nade. We're going to the Wheel of Scum now. My yeah, topic was the news. Cue the music. <sighs> on the Wheel of Scum, you can have one out of the six options that we will randomly spin on uh, after this uh, long monologue that I will keep saying so that Anthos has to keep singing. Uh, on the wheel is gone. We have one option, which is Pirate Adventure. The second option is Shakespeare in Nebular. Third option is Crossover Cross Bover. Number four is A Haunting Tale of Woe. Number five, Who Wants to Be Scum Millionaire? And number six, Swashbuckler. Ching, 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 ching. And those, please spin the wheel of scum. Click. Okay, it is, it is spinning. It is spinning! I promise you, the wheel is spinning. I will show you my screen so you can see. Oh, I showed you the wrong screen. Oh, that was me. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it's almost done. It's it's almost done. Can I get the right? Tick. 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 Parlay okay. Nice. The All one right. that we haven't... We, we, we've switched this out for something. Oh, wait. What is Parlay okay again? Oh, right. This uh, was, crossover, this is, cross this is over, not, isn't it? <laughs> right. I need to change the wheel. Sorry, everyone. We are now going to go to crossover, cross over, crossover madness with Anthos and Matbrush. Whoever it is must come up with what? Wait, what? Whoever is it must come up <laughs> with two things. The other must mash them together in an epic synopsis. Uh, last time, I was the one who had to do the crossover cross bover. So this time, you're doing the crossover cross bover. I forgot. Wait, how did this go again? So, like, you just, you just named two things and yes. I just make, like, a story? Just give, or? give me, like, a small synopsis of your movie. So you gave me uh, flowers and... God, what was it? I don't I have remember. No idea. It's been so long. It was a while ago. It was flowers and something, and I made a story about mole people and how they had, like, <laughs> flowers and a flower festival, and the mosquitoes were coming to fight them, so then they had to fight the mosquitoes. Anyways, it okay. doesn't really matter. Cool. Because your right. topics are going to be cheddar cheese and a lighthouse. Crossover, crossover. Go ahead. Huh. Okay. Um, so this is... Um, let's see. Okay. Picture, if you will. Uh, vast amounts of water and sky and clouds. It's nice and clear. Blue sky with the with a gradient that actually kind of turns into white um, because it's just... that's That's the time of day it is. Um, yeah, you hear the sounds of the water going by. You hear birds. <laughs> and Godzilla. <laughs> no Godzilla, but you see birds 
flying by. The shape they're formed in their flying V, and they are um, they're just passing by overhead, nice and smoothly. The camera pans away, and you see this hill. You see uh you see, yeah, you see a hill. <laughs> uh, the waves are splashing up against uh, the bottom of the hill, but at the top of that hill is a uh, is a lighthouse. Picture this: the lighthouse is kind of like um, what would you call it? Uh, the lighthouse isn't like that that typical kind of like skinny cylinder kind of shape. It's more like um, uh, picture like R two D two. So you know, it's got a more of a smooth. Um, smooth silo to like smooth top head portion. Um, so that's the lighthouse, and it's got uh, uh, colors of white and cream and light blue, uh, just to kind of highlight its shape. Um, and then you see somebody walking out from uh, the the bottom. Let's see. So if the the main door that goes towards away from the hill. From the cliff, um, a man comes out holding a tray of cheddar cheese, and then it slowly zooms in as he's walking by, and it kind of like it still kind of pans, but goes kind of like around him, and you see him—he's still walking forward. He's walking forward, and now this—it's like a drone is kind of following, kind of going around him. You can see that he's—he's uh, um, not completely clean shaven, but it's a very nice, um, nice trimmed short beard. He's got. Uh, nice red plaid shirt on. Um, his his hair is combed very very nice and neatly. He's got this very nice kind of like um, just a smooth kind of grin about him, and he's just you can tell he's got this he's got this light about him that he's he's just very happy with what he does. Um, then the camera stops as it gets to his face, and he's just staring, smiling, and he says, "Cheddar cheese, the best place to get it." And then Lighthouse Farms logo comes up on the screen, and boom, that's your commercial. <laughs> Crossover, crossbover, you did it! <laughs> okay, well, good job. Thank good you. Job. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I didn't Lighthouse know where it was Farms. going, and I'm happy with the results. <laughs> I never know where it's going, and I'm not sure if I'm happy, but whatever. Uh, Anthos, thank you for that. That was Willis Gum. Let's move into your topic, which I like to call Anthos's topic. <laughs> <laughs> this is officially Anthos's topic now. Uh, so mine, mine is kind of just more of like a like a fun. Um, maybe we can call it like a game. But I, my topic is what is a better a better what is a better title for, and then fill in the blank. So oh, can I, I first can mention- just say? That the Spider-Man three movie should be called Spider-Man Homeless. I, <laughs> Just saying. Isn't that what we said last episode was it Homeless? Yeah, yeah it we, was no, homeless, we last right? time yeah. we said like um. Oh no! What did we say? Oh, maybe you did say Homeless, but now it's now I think, it fits. No, you. I think you and you and your fiance said Homeless, or no? Oh, she maybe. said it. She yeah, was the maybe one that she said did it. say that. Yeah, Homeless. Yeah, but it makes yeah. so much sense now. They should totally <laughs> name it Homeless. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead yeah. with your topic. Yeah. It sounds like it's in that <laughs> it's, vein. But homeless is so fitting. <laughs> um anyway, so uh we can kind of go back and forth. I can I will mention a movie. Kay. Hopefully you've seen it, and then you can give it a better title. Okay. Uh and then vice versa. So if Perfect. we haven't seen the movie, then maybe we can pick something else because it's oh, probably it, it makes more sense if we've both seen it. This is good. Okay. Okay. Um I okay, pick a better title for Predator. 
Uh, ugly face. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe let, let's put some more thought into it in terms of why is it ugly face? What makes it? What makes this movie to he's you got, feel like it should be called ugly face? He's got an ugly face. <laughs> I mean, come on. Why else are they killing this thing? He's foreign. He's weird. He's got an ugly face. That's why they kill him. Yeah, but don't don't. Do, doesn't he think everybody else ugly has ugly face. faces? You what? Doesn't doesn't the predator think everybody else has ugly faces? Maybe to him, but exactly, exactly. It's a matter of perspective. Okay. Um, <laughs> how about uh, oh, what's that called? Lighthouse Farms. No. Cheddar cheese. What's it called when Power you're Rangers? like number one? When you're the best. Oh my gosh! No, no, no. When, when you're <laughs> all right. Enemy number one or whatever. No, what's it called? Uh, subject number one. No. Oh. When you're um. When you're, you're talking about when you're on like most wanted list kind of yes, thing? Yes, yeah, but you're you're called the something number one. Oh shoot, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. Whatever that's called. One term. Oh, what is that's called? what it should be called. Uh, and I'll use your hippy dippy crap about how maybe the maybe the predator is the right one and we're the wrong ones. <laughs> for top of most wanted list. Why do we think correct? it's called enemy number one? Predator number one. Public enemy number one. That's oh, why. It's public called public enemy, enemy number one. Number one. So that's so what predator I'm calling this. Enemy number one is that? <laughs> no, public enemy number one is what my rename is of it. Okay. Because to the predator, he probably feels like public enemy number one, and to everyone else, he definitely feels like public enemy number one. Okay. Okay. So there you cool. Go. That's fine. Right. Okay. You need to rename Titanic. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Um. Okay. I'm gonna have to think this through. With the exclamation mark. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Iceberg with an exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> Just iceberg. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, that should be like the sequel. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, I will call it um, hmm, Love on Ice. Oh, Love on the Rocks. Love on the Rocks. I like that. Love on, love on the Rocks. Love on the Rocks. Um, We're gonna go with may that. I Love alternatively, like say it. that if Forrest Gump ever had a sequel, Forrest Gump Two, I've always said it should be called Gumpin' Around because I think that'd be the <laughs> funniest thing ever. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Um, Forrest, no, it should be called like Forrest Gumpo Shrimp. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. So I was thinking, um, what did I say? Love on Ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, love on ice, obviously, because uh, you know they're they're on these frigid, cold waters. Oh yes. So they're traversing on um, pretty icy waters for 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 a lot of it, and obviously there is the iceberg portion. But um, but in the in the midst of their relationships, they uh, you know they they get these ice cold kind of um, uh, like the family members on the outside, like the the rich people. They're kind of like looking down on them with like ice cold stares. Um, uh, but they have their love is what has to overcome and, and endure throughout all this all this coldness. So yeah, so love on ice. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like it's a Kay. Disney on ice thing. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this in mind. So Predator Predator became public enemy. Public enemy number one. Number one. And do you do you say like number the word or is it like a pound sign or is it the N O dot? No, one like a one. So just like, public enemy like the one. Number. Public if you enemy. were to title it. Oh, sorry. Public enemy number, the word number, and then number. one. Number. And then the digit. One. All right, cool. The digit. Uh, and then Titanic love became love on ice. Okay. 
Uh, you have to rename. Or what is a better title for the Magic School Bus? Adventures with Mrs. Frizzle. Or Miss Ooh, Frizzle. Okay. I don't remember if she's Miss or Mrs. Adventures with Mrs. Miss. Frizzle. She's Miss. Yeah, straight to the point. I like it. Yes, because, you know, why is it always about the bus? You know, she's in every episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. She is in every episode. Actually, is she in every episode? She should be. If she's I not, I feel like there might have been crime. episodes where she wasn't. But that's okay, because if there's an episode without her... They're supposed to be exuding what life was like with Miss Frizzle right. anyway. So what her does spirit she always is say? there. She always says, get messy, make mistakes or something. Um, it's time to get busy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, That's kids. It. It's time to get busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably not it. But get messy, the make mistakes. version of Miss Frizzle's adventures. <laughs> oh, shoot. What does she say? I have, to, I, have to Google, I have to Google this. Get messy. Uh, take chances, make uh, mistakes, and get messy. That's what she says. <laughs> take chances. There we go. Okay. okay. I'm going to give you this one, and I think this is going to be very difficult, and yet at the same time, fun. Uh-oh. Okay. You have to rename The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. Yes. Yes. Feel it, feel the wrath. Uh, I want to see some. I want to say Tales of Frodo, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> That's like um, Sam writing the book. Yeah, actually, I kind of want to allude more to like Sam, but um, I want to hear more about him. Um, let's see. I will call it. Medieval Trotters. <laughs> because obviously, like, it takes place in medieval times, and they're all uh, they're all trotting about while they're on their journey, and it doesn't matter where they come from, but everybody has to trot in some way, whether they're on foot, trotting on horses, uh, and trotting on paths. Trotting on the grass, trotting at Tr- night. Trotting around, they're just trotting around. Tr- just trotting, they're yeah. just trotters. Okay. Medieval trotters. Yeah. I was thinking. I wanted, I wanted to call them globe trotters, but that didn't make sense. Ooh, middle globe trotters. Oh, middle globe trotters. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, I was wow, say, that's so good. War middle of the globe, Ring right Part now. One. Because <laughs> like. <laughs> I was thinking legitimately about the source material. You, on the other hand, were thinking very smart. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the case, but but middle, thank you. Middle globe trotter is pretty funny though. Um, okay, shoot. Okay. Um, this okay. I want I wanted to we'll go into more games, but I want to see you do this one. Armageddon. Disasterville, USA. <laughs> population U. <laughs> National Lampoon. <laughs> oh boy, that's the whole title: Disasterville, USA. Call, uh, colon y- population U. <laughs> All right, I wrote it down: Disasterville, USA. Colon population U. You know, it's pretty much Armageddon. It's the same thing. <laughs> that is it. Yeah, that is Armageddon. All right, cool. Um, I like it. 
No explanation needed for that one. That's great. Okay. Uh, do you need another one for me? Sure. Why not? Okay. <clears throat> Pokemon. Oh, why? No. Oh. Um. Uh, from trainer to master. Oh. Ah. That's actually not bad. Right. Right. I didn't even think about the this sequel, beforehand. It's the prequel to Master and Commander. Ooh. From trainer to master, <laughs> then master and commander. Done. Nice. I like it. It's the evolved form. From trainer to master. Uh, cool. From trainer to master. Not bad. From yeah. trainer to master, evolution begins. Ooh. Colon evolution begins. <laughs> Population oh. you. <laughs> wow, we could totally make our own. We should make a podcast, like a separate podcast where we redo, <laughs> re, we like... We narrate each episode of Pokemon, but in in, in as if it's the from trainer oh to master to evolution begins yes. show. <laughs> we just dub over their voices with our own narration. That's really good. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna start going into uh, stray away from movies and TV shows. Okay. Um, what is a better title for Super Mario Bros? Platformer dudes. <laughs> I was gonna say plumbing with pants, but yes, <laughs> platformer dudes were. <laughs> that's good. I didn't want to go for plumber dudes because I was like, it's just like I feel like that's like what people call them a lot, like plumbers, you know. So I was like, I don't want to go like. A... Uh, I couldn't think of anything. So platformer dudes, officially platformer Platform. dudes. Platformer dudes. Okay, platformer dudes because they end up being on all sorts of platforms, mm-hmm. and they are dudes. Cool. Sure I like are. it. I like it. Okay, you need to think of a video game. Sure. You need to remake. Or it, could be, it could be anything. It could be a book. It could be some comic. You need uh... to retitle. Retitle The Legend of Zelda for me. Ooh, okay. Um, is there always some, already something that's called like Hero's Quest or something? Something's called Hero's Quest. I don't know what that is. Ah. Uh, I know there's, oh, there's Dragon Quest. Yeah. Um, Heroes Quest is something from RuneScape. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Oh, Hero Quest Never played is it, something. But... Mm, okay. It's a board game. Doesn't really matter. Okay. Um. Um. Wait. What? I'm gonna say. I'm going to call it, re, I'm going to retitle it The Child of Kokiri Forest. Oh, wow. That's a good one. <laughs> that's Thank really you. well done. But I, would, but I don't know oh, if he's... That's good. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually... Um, I don't... In every iteration, is he even from Kokiri Forest? Or is he ever from Kokiri Forest? Because in, in Ocarina of Time, that's kind of where he like... He wakes up and is and grows up. But right? it doesn't really matter if you're, if you're remaking Legend of Zelda. Like you have to, you have to take the place of like someone who doesn't know what Legend of Zelda is, and they're now playing it for the first time, and they're now playing yeah. a game called The Child of Kokiri Forest. This is like, that's a great title. That's I like it. That would work. Cool. I'd play that. All right. Nice. All right. I like it. Okay. What's a better title for Jurassic Park? Go. The better title is. 
Uh, no. How do you spell that? Um, N-U, N-U, no, N-U. No, 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 no. A better title is Dinosaur Land. Dinosaur. Is that not a movie? I don't know. But clearly, the creator named the book Dinosaur Land and then was like, ah, I got to be smarter than that. It's like, okay, dinosaurs are from the Jurassic period. Uh, okay, Jurassic, not land, uh, park. Yeah, Jurassic Park, done. Okay. So Dinosaur Land was its original title, and that's what we're going back to, because come on, just get to the, get to, make with the actual action, you know? Dinosaur Land. Cool. That reminds me, did you ever watch the movie Adventures in Dinosaur City? Nope. Oh, it was like one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, so these uh, there are these teens that, I don't know how they get there, but they get transported to like, this other dimension where dinosaurs like they walk on like everybody walks on like two feet they talk they speak in english they wear clothes and stuff like that it sounds like that dinosaur um, tv show oh uh the dinosaur family yeah or the yeah 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 but this one is like i don't know something about it just, i really like that movie growing up so if anybody if anybody out there knows this movie i'm sure you like it too because otherwise <laughs> why else would you know this movie <laughs> Uh, but yeah I like that movie growing up hmm. anyway okay um, one more from you and kay. then I think we're good okay uh, you need to retitle <laughs> he said a book so you threw this at me you oh. need to retitle the bible whoa I haven't <laughs> read the whole thing though how would I do that the tales of Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Subtitle. <laughs> I, oh, jeez. <laughs> the tales um, of Jesus. <laughs> the, yeah, That's I would bad. probably just. That's I would probably bad. call it like Jesus Lives or something like that. Or what? A, okay. Jesus. Not to be sappy, but what about the good book? The okay, or the good word. Oh, the good word. Ooh, the good book. Because people will sometimes call it the the good good fellow, but or isn't it like the book of Eli or whatever people call it, like the book of Eli or whatever? Was that actually the thing? Like the movie was referencing? I know it was referencing like the the Bible, Bible, but but yeah, I wasn't sure if it was actually ever called the book. No, that's the thing. They called it the book of Eli, I think, in the movie, or I don't know. I don't know. I saw the movie movie once. (laughs) Okay, so the good book, nice. I like it. Um, by the way, I was holding this because I, I wanted to mention it before, but I, for, I forgot to mention it earlier. Um, it was in the middle of um, doing crossover across Bover. <laughs> I had my friend's reference, but I couldn't say it because I didn't want to oh. ruin the story. Okay, go <laughs> so for it. When I was, uh, when I was talking about the, um, the, the drone camera like panning to his face and he's staring at it and he says, um, cheddar cheese, in my head, I wanted to say cheese. It's good. And like it's when Chandler <laughs> is, uh, he's... He wants to oh, interview. Advertising. He's looking at the advertising. For advertising. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't he say cheese is good or something like that? Or I think, yeah, he's like, well, I could sell anything. And then he talked about cheese or something. He's like, cheese, it's good. I don't or exactly like, um, remember. Oh, no. Maybe he says something or like cheese. Like he's trying to it's talk like, about sneakers or something. And then he he's. Ugh. I swear he did something like I could be wrong, but I, I, I can picture him saying like cheese, it's good. Chandler quote cheese it's something about like cheese it's milk but different yeah oh, you're it, right wait. you're right yeah he does cheese. say that it's milk, milk. that you chew <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, so that's that 
I forgot all about that. <laughs> I can't find like Jeez, anything for uh, that you choose. Um, okay, cool, good. You got your friends reference in. Good job. Got it. I actually forgot all about Quota. the friends reference. Okay, good job. We're done. Anthos, we're done. We're at a special time of the show where I like to say, Anthos, where can the audience find you? If you want to find me, you can find me in my newly renovated kind of reorganized room. Looks good. Thank you. On Twitter, at Anthos1, that is at A-N-T-H-0-Z-1. Uh. Uh, if you want to find me, you can find me at Twitter, at Gaming on Twitter. If you want to find me on YouTube, you can also find me at Gaming on YouTube, where I put our podcast in video format for you to watch with your eyeballs. If you want to use your ear holes, though, you can listen to podcasts, and we're on every podcast platform you could ever think of. Every single one has got the Scum Bar podcast available for you to listen for your pleasure. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it does, um, I think we're... I think we're doing pretty good. You know, we're on like episode 34 now. It's not bad at all. Oh, yeah, we really appreciate your guys' audience feedback. So please leave us a like, a comment, a star, a little thumbs up or whatever, whatever kind of accolade you want to throw at us. Just do it because we love it from the yeah. bottom of our and hearts. If, if you feel like you didn't get enough of our topics, say, for example, today you wanted to hear more of uh, what is a better title for, um, <laughs> feel free to just send us whatever your thoughts would be. Because I'm sure we would have a good kick out of that, <laughs> and I'd be I'd be really interested to see what everybody else comes up Me with. Me too. So, yeah, please do. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Anthos, I know you've been dying to say your final words, so go ahead. Let the audience know your final words on the podcast here. Moist towelettes should always be brought around in a safe container so that they don't soften up your clothes. Wow. Wiser words have never been spoken. <laughs> Hashtag moist towelettes. All right.